What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 5 p.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. simplified he said Lord if that's you tell me to what come that's all I need all this fluff all of this okay God do it three times no that confuses you you need one solid word from God you need to come to church one time you don't need a whole service to get delivered all you need is one word you might get that word from the usher if you listen it. And stop take putting God on a platform and realize he is the church. You start listening on the way. You might hear it on the radio, on the way to church. God will give you a word because you own your way to church. He'll give you a word to usher. They ain't got no teeth in their mouth. Stop thinking the word got to come out a well-polished person. He talked to a donkey. So tonight, we're just going to start this series called The Power Rangers. And it is, this, this series will consist of about, I think about 12 Power Rangers. About 12 Power Rangers from the words. So the power of the word is tonight. And you got the power of faith and you got the power of the Holy Spirit and you got the power of joy and you got the power there's these things we're going to go over super important um, but the power of the word we're going to do it old school you spoiled here so you used to taking pictures of slides and all that but, but you have to become a student of the word pictures is not studying you start writing the word down let me tell you something, as quick as God's word, you're a soldier if you're not a student. Okay. You got this big old gun in your hand and you don't know how to use it. You just think it's to read. It's like having a gun in a war and be like, this is a nice 
this machine right here. What kind of machine is this? Wow. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Y'all should get y'all one and look at it. Read it every day. But you got to know how to use it. Let me tell you this. If you're a newborn, I know it makes people feel good to say, I read the whole Bible in one year. No, 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 no. Don't start. Don't start there. Start with what you need. If you got a broken heart, you can't afford to start with in the beginning. You need to get to know the healer right now. And then in your leisure time, go on and read the whole Bible. But right now, baby, you need some gospels for your ill. That's what you need. So you need to go to the table of context or Google and say broken heart in the Bible. And you're going to... 55 scriptures and you're going to get them scriptures and you're going to stand on them and speak over your life. You got to know how to use the word. You're over here reading devotions. You're going through a divorce and you're reading devotions on, 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 on uh, uh, something they ain't got nothing to do with, with what you're going through. You're fighting for healing in your life. And you, read, you just happen to devote whatever devotion pop up on my phone today, I'm going to read it. And then you, uh, not apply, but you join these little devotionals. And you, gotta, you feel good. You're like, man, I'm on my little routine. Got my schedule day two. And then they send you back a little like, yay. And then you go to your friends, man, I've really been seeking the Lord. <laughs> Now, any time in the Word is good time. Let me make that very clear. Any time in the Word can be profitable if you receive it. Isaiah 55.1, when I say old school, that means, I'm going to call it out. If you had your Bible, you would turn to it. Pastor might come across a word and say, underline that word right there. We're going to come right back to it. Old school, new generation. You got any Bible or something. You can't replace them pages just like you can't replace coming to church in person. Your phone cool. As soon as that little drop down come, you go move out the Bible and go check the text message. I'll call you when I get out of church. No, you shouldn't be that easily accessible when you're in the king's room. You right where you are. You, you in the presence of who you need, what you need right now. And so, love quest, we're going to get us some Bibles, them just-in-case ones, with a few highlighters and a few pens. I'm telling you, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like it. Isaiah 55, 11. Not one, 11. Thank you. Two ones, double one. Y'all got to pray for Bernadette because she hasn't had to do this too much. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. If this is, if I am the temple of the Lord, when I speak his word, it's just as good as coming out of whose mouth? His mouth. So shall my word be that comes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect useless but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it it shall prosper in the thing 
The word of God will not return void, meaning it will not return without doing what he said it was going to do. It will not return without impacting the thing, your life, your situation. Speak the word into your situation and it will prosper in that thing. Your marriage is in shambles. Begin to speak the word into your marriage. And because God's word says, don't, don't divide anything I put together. Speak the word and say, God, you put us together. Did he? Because then that's where confusion comes. Because you're like, yeah, I did this one on my own. But God, you put us together. Please. Speak the word over your situation and it shall prosper. And when you speak the word, don't speak nothing contrary to it. Come out of church all excited about the word you got and then you go right out there speaking something totally opposing it. You're like, man, I received my healing today. And then you get in the car and hop on the phone and you're talking about how sick you are. Is that what God said about you? Show me in the word where God call you sick. Now, some people might have an issue with this because they'll call it, declare it, or prosper. Let me tell you something. I don't want to ascribe to a salvation that does not cause me to prosper. Prosper is not a cuss word. But in today's world, you hear, pros oh, that's a prosperity preacher. Jesus was too. No, don't just boggle it, boggle it down to money. No, we ain't just talking about money. To prosper is shalom. It is peace. And it is nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness in every area of my life. So you want me to just shut up and let the devil beat me up. And you want me to be sick and just stay sick and tell you I'm sick and cough all over the place and be like, poor me, poor me. What's wrong with me saying, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I'm healed? <coughs> or would you rather me, oh man, I'm sick. I don't know how many days I'm going to be sick. Wow, I feel horrible. I feel like somebody just sat on my head. No. Or do you want me to speak life over myself? If the ball player can go in the locker room and they pump chest and say, we're going to get this one today. You haven't even played today. How you know you're going to get it? Be quiet. Sit down. Wait till you win to tell yourself you're going to win. No, we're going to get this today. We're going to win today. You're going to overcome today. You got peace today. You alive today. You should live and not die today. You are healed today. We're going to get over this. We're going to get through this. Those are the kind of friends I want around me. I don't want nobody sitting in the pit with me and make, helping me have a pity party. It's a pit e party. That's what we have online pit e parties. Where's my, where my thing go? Pit e parties. You'll get, there it is, there it is, there it is. What's an e-transfer? It's an electronic, electronic transfer. It's something that happens online. It's a transfer online. It's an e-transfer. 
So you have pit, P-I-T, e-parties. You online, social media, on the phone, texting. You just have an electronic transaction of pity. You want people to feel sorry for you. And then you meet people of faith, and they like, yes, yes, I totally understand. That sucks. But the devil's been defeated. You can get up. The devil's under your feet. You know that. You are more than a conqueror. You know that. Why do I, why am I, I have a legal right to say what God says about my situation. I would much rather say what God says about me than what you think. Oh, the word is guaranteed. Mark 4, 14. This is where we got to be careful. This is where we got to be careful. If the word wasn't so powerful, and if the word did not, uh, was not guaranteed to produce, then, then you got to help me understand this passage. The sower does what? Who's the sower? When you speak it, you're the sower. Right now, who's the sower? I'm the sower, but you also could be. That's why I ask you to say things back. Why? Because we all sow it. Some of you just be like, I ain't saying I ain't come to church to talk to you. You're supposed to talk. I just want to listen. Wow. You, 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 you prefer not to put good seed in the ground? You prefer not to release life? The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Go on and read what tongue means, hand. Life and death is in the hand of the tongue. Your tongue is like a hand that serves the word into the earth realm, and it's meant to produce life or death. to be a professional word sower, life sower, life speaker. The sower sows the word and watch what it what happens. The ones along the path are those who have the word sown in their hearts, but when they hear when you hear, that's when you got to be real careful. When you actually get a I heard that, Lord. See, the devil don't mind you coming to church and you daydreaming and you thinking about other stuff. He don't mind because you, you're, not, you're, you're not a threat. But when that word here, what does it mean here to get in your heart? When the word is sown in their what? Hearts. But when they hear, when they something in their spirit get it, Bible says Satan comes at once and by force takes away the message. I love this because he didn't just take away the word. He took away the message that came on the wings of the word. Right, right. The, the, the mailman drops off the mail. But when you open it up, there's a message. The word is the mail, but boy, what the enemy don't want you to do is pop it open and read the message. <laughs> Takes away the message, which is sown in them. So you, you should thank God for people that are sent in your life that spend the time to sow the word into body, in, in your heart. And say it over and over. Especially the ones, amen. 
Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm going to stay focused right now. Romans 1.16. Romans 1.16. See, you got you to guard your heart. Why? Because it's life inside of there. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? Speaks. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Man, you got you to gotta, you gotta get this thing. We talked about the new man this morning. This is how you put on the new man because you got to put on the new conversation. You got to put on the new message. You can't fight thoughts with thoughts. So when those old thoughts come up, seductive thoughts, tempting thoughts, uh, uh, poverty thoughts, uh, uh, nasty thoughts, you have to speak the word. You have to open your mouth. You ever, you ever, you know, little kids do it. When you're saying something they don't want to hear, they'll be like, ah, la, 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 la. My kids ain't going to do that in front of me because I'm going to be able to. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but you know, when you don't want to hear, everybody in here has ignored somebody. No, you, you, you actually have to listen intently to the word of God. That's why I'm a note taker. I, I don't just sit. I don't just sit. Some people got the brain capacity to not take notes, I guess. But you can't not document something the enemy comes to steal. It's a spiritual thing. How does he steal it? You might have remembered the scripture, but you forgot the message. <laughs> you might have remembered where to go turn to the scripture, but you forgot the revelation. You forgot the context. You forgot the quickening in your spirit. While I'm speaking, God is desiring to open that mail and make it relevant to your circumstance. So you can't just be generally listening. You have to be intently listening for that message, not just the word. Because I'm just the male. And that's what the enemy is after. He's not after. He's not after. Turn with me to Isaiah 55, 11. He's not after that. He's after what God is saying to you about Isaiah 55, 11. For, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it is God's power. The word of God is God's power. See, in this world, we respect power. We honor power. We, we honor power. We, we got to get back to honor in this word. It's not a history book. It's a source of life. It's the sword of the spirit. It fights for you when it's on the inside of you. When you're submitted to it, it fights for you. When you least expect it, this word rises up in your spirit and make you strong when you feel weak. Woo, when you want to cuss somebody out, boy, this word that you put inside of you, woo, give yourself discipline. Okay, Lord, you right, you right. Right, be angry and sin not. I won't do that. I'm angry, but you said don't sin not. So thank you for letting me get angry, God. But no sin. And then the Spirit will help you based on the word you're attending to. <laughs> See, and that's why the enemy steal it, because he don't want you in the time of trouble to have any inventory. <laughs> you in trouble, and now you like looking for help. 
you ain't got time to, your, your devotion ain't helping right now, huh? Your little pop down, congratulations, little five stars ain't helping you right now because you didn't hear it, you didn't protect it, you didn't go home, open your mail, chew on it. See, because you're like, I don't need the mailman. I know God myself. I'm going to go straight to the post office myself. Well, you ain't going to get in the post office without the mailman, without a mail. You can't just ignore his messengers. He said he doesn't do anything in the earth without his prophets. You got prophets sitting in here. You have mighty men and women of God in here that God is using to speak to you on his behalf. He goes forward and says, for it is God's power working unto salvation. The word of God is God's power willing you to victory. Is y'all woke in here? Yes, it's God's power working unto salvation. It's working. You didn't just come to the altar, repeat uh, uh, the salvation prayer, and then it's all over. I'm good. No, now it's getting to cracking. Now you got to read the word, renew your mind, because now you got to look like you're saved. Talk like you're saved. Respond like you're saved. Have joy like you're saved. Overcome like you're saved. Come on. It's working. It's working, and it works. It's working and it works. For, for, look, it's God's power working unto deliverance. You, you ain't going to get delivered without the word. Now, if you was going to get delivered just because you went to a service and heard the word, everybody would be changed. But it's you letting the word work. Work. Let it work. Let it just tear you down and build you back up. Let it expose you. Let the word rise up and say, you nasty. You got a nasty attitude. See, that's what happened. The, the woman caught in the midst, midst of adultery ran into the word. And the word is not there to condemn you. The word is to protect you and keep you from condemnation. The word spoke identity to her. While the Pharisees was calling her a prostitute, Jesus said, get up, mighty woman of God, and sin no more. He said, eternal to everyone who believes with a personal trust. See, the word didn't really work for me when it was just grandma praying for the family. It worked on her behalf to an extent. But I can't be 25 depending on grandma. Calling grandma, grandma, can you pray for me, please? <laughs> no. I need to stop talking about grandma because every time we talk about grandma, something happened crazy. Amen. You, 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 can't, you, you can't live off of other people's faith. That's not good pastoring that, that will walk 
it out for you. I'll walk with you. I'll walk ahead of you. But there's going to be a point where I expect you to grow up and be mature in the word. Get off the milk and begin to live a life of meat. Get you a meat diet. Get, see, on, I know you're vegan and all that stuff, but you still got to eat that meat, girl. The meat of the word, the meat of the word. Everyone who believes with a personal trust and a confident surrender. Trust and surrender. If you really trust them, then you surrender. And you fool to surrender and don't trust them. I surrender, Lord, but I don't want to do nothing you're talking about. <laughs> Crying. You think surrendering is getting on your knees at the altar. I surrender all, God. <laughs> Just like we think repenting is saying sorry. No, that's not repenting. And, and what you got to understand is, man, I, I realized as I got older, I didn't have to get on my knees to pray all the time. I thought I had to close my eyes. And, well, I can't pray without ceasing if I got to always close my eyes. That'd be dangerous. It's a conversation. It's an open-ended conversation. And then when I really surrender, my heart don't even look like this. For me to completely surrender is to lay down prostrate in my soul. And I live life like this. The Lord Jesus says, nevertheless. The Bible says, those that choose to allow to me to take them low, I will exalt them. Don't get mad when somebody is prospering in the Lord. You see them on the platform, but they live on their face. <laughs> you, you, they on the platform. God's prospering them, but they on their face. And you want them to pull, pull back and humble themselves. No, they humble. But they walking in godly boldness. See, I can be as bold as I am because I'm boasting in him. It's, it's like talking smack when you got a big brawl you, that you know can't nobody in the hood beat up. It's like, mess with me if you want to. I'm going to get my brother. Right? Then that's the thing. The Lord said, Paul said, boast in the Lord. I'm bragging that he's almighty and there's no one tougher than my Savior. There's no one greater than my Savior. Woo! Can't nobody keep me like Jesus. Nobody. calm down over that man I was dough up I was destructive I was on my way to the pit of hell and he snatched me out want me to calm down I can't excuse myself from praising God you're going crazy praise is what I do
surrender, surrender and firm reliance. You ain't moving me off of depending on God. End of the day, we might have a little foolish conversation. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And it's going to go right back to Jesus. To the Jew first and to the Greek. For in the gospel, a righteousness which God ascribes is revealed. Both springing from faith and leading to faith disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith. From faith to faith, glory to glory. Isn't that Fred Hammond? Glory to glory to glory to glory. in a life that's just strapped on just strapped on God I'm going to ride this thing I'm ride or die with you see the problem is is we don't trust the word long enough and just because I adjust my seat don't mean I get off the horse there's moments where you got you might have missed it you might have Mishurting, but you don't get off. You just keep right. June 2007, we said yes to I do. And we ain't got off the horse. It's been rocky. It's been questionable. We've wondered. And man, we too deep now. We in way too deep. We going. We know he going to prosper us. We know in every area of our lives, before we take our last breath, our family will be set forever. And I know that. And so since I know that, I don't need that to be about my father's business. So I care for you. I search the scripture for you. I lead for you. I read how I can be a better leader for you, God. Obviously, unto God for the religious folks. Don't forget about God. I do it unto the Lord. But we can't even disciple people because we too focused on this. I ain't got no time. But if you believe that he was going to provide your every need, you wouldn't try to do it all on your own. There's just some stuff I figured out, Elder Rosette. I just can't do, nor do I want to spend my time stressing on it. I don't want to work 18 hours so I could get double time. It's good sometime, but I'm not going to. See, everybody got a different call. If you're a king, you might have to go double time because the Lord is putting you in a position to bring the spoils into the kingdom of God. I get it, okay? But the point is, is some of us are too distracted that we are unusable at times because we don't trust God. We say we do. And then when life come, becomes questionable, we start questioning God. And I love that God isn't emotional. You ever come to God emotional and you like, did you 
Like, do you see me crying right now? Do something, God. We just want God to cry with us. beginning before all. the greatest entrepreneurial pioneering get wealthy rich man principles are principles out of the word of God we're gonna go by Oprah how did Oprah get rich Oprah you can't get rich how Oprah got rich Tony Robbins can customize help for you like the word can customize help for you. Folks spend like 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 over five thousand dollars a week to be inspired. And I watched his little documentary and he like he has some good little principles and he got a team. But he just like great communicator. And folks like, yeah. We're gonna do this. Yeah. And then next year, right back at Tony Robbins' thing, it didn't help. Yeah. Wow. No, what you did is you paid over $5,000 to feel like you can make it but the reason you having trouble is a soul issue even what Tony Robbins tell you you still have to have the discipline to apply the advice he's what he that the people that we get advice from it's not it's the, pretty much the same across the board they work hard So I can give you principles, but if you don't got the work ethic that I have, it ain't going to work for you. It's like I can't go to another pastor and get his book on how he planted his church in Wisconsin to help me plant a church in Vancouver. And I'm from the States and church plants are all over the place, but I can't look to the States on how to plant a church in Vancouver. Lord, I need your help. Because when your principles and your way of building something runs out, then guess what? When pressure comes, I don't have your, I don't have your, what you call, I don't have your troubleshooting. See, see, what they don't tell you, they give you the principles, but they don't give you the troubleshoots. They don't tell you what they did when it didn't work 15 times. What you can't have is my faith. God and the word was God himself 
The word was in the what? Beginning. He, he was present originally, verse 2, with God. Who was with him presently? The word. And then verse 3. All things were made and came into existence through him. Who is him? The word. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without the word was not even one thing made that has come into what? Being. Well, you can't say that. Hebrews 11.3, let me tell you where I can say that. Created by the word of God. In him, in the word, was life. I was just going to keep reading, but I forgot. I can't keep reading. I thought we were just going to turn the page, but you can't do that. So just go on to Hebrews 11. In him, in the word, is the life, the light that shines in man. It outshines darkness. Darkness can't dim this light. You find me a man or a woman who lives by the word, you're going to find a man or a woman you can depend on all day, every day. Strong, strong, strong. By faith, we understand that the world's during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. <laughs> so that what we see was not made out of things which are what? Visible. So when you depend on the word, you depend on the source of creation instead of depending on what was created. that were created more than you depend on the thing or the person that created. Man. Here comes a little Anita Baker note going off right there, but I was, it's going to take this weird, man, I'll be up here and I just be hearing stuff and I just need self-control, man, because I'll be excited. Excited people have to be careful and have self-discipline because excited people attract a lot of stuff. Excited people are vulnerable people. Because they're not too worried about looking cool and being... They, they have joy, joy, joy. Can you be joy? Can you have joy and be strong? The written word, there's two, two, two types of words. The written word, logos, which you see in your Bible, logos. It's the word of God. It's the total inspired word of God and the Jesus who is the living logos. He is the living logos. The logos is the general word of God that communicates his ability to do something or his general will on a matter. It's general it's word of God. You, you look, I know you're looking at the TV, it ain't gonna pop up. It ain't gonna pop up. You can pray though, it ain't gonna pop up. The revelation, Rhema, is the revelation of the word. It's when that word began to just pop off the pages, the message. 
it's, it's the quickened word. It's that inspired word. It's that, it's that, what, it's that thing that gets you in trouble with people because you got revelation about something that they didn't get. And they so stuck on Logos and they think because you got rhema that you ain't theologically sound. Mary was crazy, but she got a rhema word. Ezekiel got a rhema word. Abraham got a rhema word. Jesus got a rhema word. Like, I mean, when you see, you go, uh, 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 Noah got a rhema word. Tell me where that's in the scripture. I, I, all I can say is he did it before, he'll do it again. Saying God right now, saying God back then. Where that's at, where that's at, where that's at. It's a good song, it's a good song. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Like, I've seen him do that crazy. And that's why people, even, even the revelation of that the church needs in times like this. Stay in the house. You're not, you're not doing this. You, no, 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 no. We, 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 but, but what do I do when I see in the word that Jesus asks people to do silly stuff? Maybe the Lord telling you to do that, but don't say, I'm defiant or I'm crazy if I'm do maybe I got a rhema word and God's given me the gift of faith to do what you're not able to do with where you are and oftentimes we tell people they're being defiant because we our faith is a little different the gift of faith the gift of faith from the spirit it's to do the impossible so the woman with the issue of blood had a gift of faith and she was willing to do something that she shouldn't have did. But because she did it, she received wholeness. He said, I ain't saw faith like this. While everybody thinking, well, you're going you're gonna to get sick too. That, that may be true for some people, but maybe God, have you ever thought God has put a few people on earth that's bold enough to hear a word from him that can keep this thing going, that can stand in the gap, and that can be a miracle in the midst of crazy times. Maybe he didn't choose you to do that thing, but won't you stand in faith with the one he chose? When I look in the Bible, man, I see all kind of crazy stuff. Go, go dip in the dirty water if you want to be healed. And then the dirty water gave them baby skin. If I'm breaking out with, the, with, with leprosy or something, and I tell you guys, I, I just feel like the Lord told me to go roll around in the mud at the park. And he, he told me to do it ten times only person I might have go with me and believe me is Elder John. All I need is one John. <laughs> look, look. Have you ever thought about this? What Do you really think this was just back then? A city like Rome, I mean Vancouver. needs to see the power of God because leave it to Vancouver you don't need no help we got our condos we got our Yale towns we good our economy we good we beautiful we got all four seasons we got seasons upon seasons upon seasons like God got grace upon grace we got seasons upon seasons we ain't short of seasons 
have you ever have you guys forgotten that God does raise up people to do the ridiculous maybe you don't want to be used to do the ridiculous but I've always desired to be used to do ridiculous as long as he keeps me I just want to be used to do abnormal stuff with God I don't want to do the same I don't want to be a same Christian I don't want to just carry my Bible and just, I don't know. I've just always from a kid desired, I just desire people be saved. And I really believe we're in a time that a lot of people won't be saved unless there's absolute evidence that God is alive. And we're not believing big enough. We put the world's lid on our cap. And we forgot that God is the same God who parted the Red Sea. He turned the rod from a snake back into We forget, man, God is a healer. We forget Jesus said, if you believe, I, you will do what I did and even greater. You forget. We've totally made God just this boring figure and we talk about how mighty he is but when it comes time to step out and build an ark or speak to dry bones or crawl just to touch his him we're like no 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 that's fine not everybody is Harriet Tubman not everybody is called to do what Rosa Parks did not everybody can do what Martin Luther King did nor his wife so don't you go to the wife of the person that got the gift of faith and wonder how hard is it being his wife? Y'all just so busy. I'm not saying nobody said that to just anybody. Maybe in your future God uses you. You got to also think of the spouse of the person that's out there doing crazy stuff. person got the faith to stand on the word not everybody gonna be Peter not everybody gonna just be normal and what we've done is we've scared Christians into being normal We've either over-spiritualized to where it's weird and you're crazy if you're believing or you're too pro prosperity this and declare it and have it and all of that. So we've intimidated people by manipulating or we've told people to calm down. Just calm down. No, just keep it safe. Just no, don't offend nobody. Just no. I don't know how we're going to win then. I see the greatest Jesus spit on somebody's eyes what all the crazy stuff Jesus did the apostles all the crazy stuff they did and the Lord added to the church by the thousands why because there was evidence where's our evidence our flyers got evidence we open where's the evidence he's alive we good at putting together promos but you don't need to. the greatest promo is a miracle 
Man, you, you let word get around town that God is doing miracles. But then we don't want to get persecuted. We'll talk about Benny Hinn, but he has signs and wonders. Maybe people get goofy with, they, with the power bestowed upon them. But you couldn't deny the evidence. So what we got to do is pray instead of persecuting because it's a lot to carry that ministry. So what we done is silence because don't nobody want to be persecuted. Don't nobody want to be looked at as crazy. Well, I'm willing to look crazy if God gets the glory. I'm willing to get crazy if this city gets saved. I'm willing to get crazy if somebody's daughter get off crack cocaine. I'm willing to look crazy for that. I'm willing. I'm willing to look crazy. I'm willing to look crazy. Don't let nobody silence your, 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 your boldness. Fine, if you want to be silent, you want to you cower, you want to just be quiet, that's cool. But the ones that's really out there, that's willing to be the John the Baptists, don't shut them down. It was only one John the Baptist. It's only one Moses, only one Joshua. Oh no, man, I don't know. I just don't want to be normal. I don't want to be a normal church. I don't want to be weird. But when I say I don't want to be weird, I'm, we're going to be weird if miracles aren't supposed to disrupt the norm. Where miracles happen is, is weird because it's not normal. That's weird. But as long as we know we ain't doing nothing manipulative and we ain't doing nothing spooky and we're doing things by the word, I don't care what people say. If somebody was blind and now they see and somebody was in a wheelchair all their life and now they walk it. Think so small. How dare us wake up every day and don't believe God can heal, that God can deliver, that God wants to use somebody to flow through. How normal are we? Ain't nobody saying go out there looking because then there's the overdoing it people. And then we laying hands on cars that have been broke down and making bark, dog barking noises and all kind of, we laying hands on stuff. And I remember, I went to a school, the Lord privileged me to go to school, but who I went with, they was just on the, on the whole other end. And then you don't go to a school laying, laying, laying hands on parents' cars. And guess what? They complain. Parents was like, I thought we were sending our kids to a concert. We did. But then the people you rolling with Brother, you know the Lord can start your car right now. But if you're so prophetic, you would understand that he didn't take care of his engine. had an oil change in three years and you over here laying hands on his car man that ain't got nothing to do with God that's a stewardship issue you want to lay hands on his colon but all he eat is fried chicken and big gulp strawberry sodas and you just walk up and down the street hey let it be spirit-led because this is what you got to understand. The Bible says the Spirit of God gives the gifts to whom He pleases. They're His gifts. 
and we're his vessels. That's why I never say, I got a healing ministry. No, because at any time, if he decides to lift that gift, not taking it from me, but it's one of those things where he, he uses you in the moment and he may not use you. I don't want to have a healing ministry only if somebody need a word of wisdom. But I'm like, Lord, the greatest gift is the one that's needed in the moment. If there's healing needed and I'm the only one on the scene, I don't need to give somebody a word right now. Unless the word is going to bring healing to them. I just believe God is going to let Love Quest be an abnormal church. I hope y'all ready for that. I hope you ain't too worried about what people think about you. That's what God is trying to prepare you for, is to get you to stop worrying about folks that you've been worrying about for all your life. No, God's about to make you a weirdo. You ready to be a weirdo? You ready to be a weirdo? You got a steward. You got a steward being a bozo. You got to be steward. You got to steward that because you don't want to be what they saying you are. You don't want to be the statistic. You want to move. That's why we established the government of God. That's why we established elders and pastors and deacons because you have to govern those gifts because things get wild. It's called order. Say order. Rhema word. I'm still on Rhema word. Psalm 119. Eleven. You know where a lot of our struggles come from? Eleven. Your word. Have I laid up in my heart that I might not sin against you? You know what keep me from sinning, Danny? It's not because I'm so strong. It's because I put the word in me that is strong. And I surrender to it and I believe it and I let it keep me. I let it hold me. I hide the word in my heart so I don't sin against you. Stop thinking you sinning against your spouse or your boo. You're sinning against God. See, you're making it about you and humanity instead of making it about you and God. He said, Lord, I put your word in my heart that I might not sin against you, offend you. I remember a song. See, I don't know if that was what you was playing, but it was a song like, I don't know if the name of it was Hold to Be Kept, but it was just
first five years of our marriage, we just run around. How are you going to do this? What are you going to do this? Shut up. What you doing? You stupid. Shut up. Whatever. I don't want to be married with you. Take my ring off. Boom. I didn't hit her. But like, boom. And it's just, just like stupid stuff. That's what boom is. It's just like, boom. Oh. Nah, nah, nah. We just all over the place. And that's how some of your lives in the spirit look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wherever the wind blow. Oh, my God. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the Oh, my God. I don't got a job. I got a lot of time. No, you don't got a lot of time. If you're unemployed right now, you got a lot of time to be winning souls right now. You got a lot of time to be worshiping, get in the word. You got a lot of time to go to the gym with your little young, unhealthy self. ain't got a lot of time you got one life to impact this world these young people think we got all kinds of time and I don't I don't want to wait till I'm older to realize the word is the only thing that can keep me if you can catch that when you're young, Adam, if you can catch that, Malia, when you're young and understand me, you can take the word in college with you. You don't got to go through the foolishness in college. You can go in there and get what God has planned for you so he can use your diploma. You can go in there to party. I'm young. I'll slow down one day. No, you, gonna, you don't want something to slow you down. Listen to your mama, boy. Ephesians 6. The Bible says, listen to the word. It'll be health to your sinews. Absolutely. Ephesians 6, verse 10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with the Word. Draw your strength from the Word. Draw your strength from the Word, that strength which His boundless might provides. Unendless, bottomless. You know the, you know, you know the, you know the, what's the burger place with the bottomless fries? And you don't, you don't never get past one order. Them big old potatoes. Of course they bottomless, man. Just one order, just. But you ever just order it just because it's bottomless? You just order it. Just go on, bring them to me. Go on, go on. Here, take one too. We're over here, we all take one. <laughs> Let's see how bottomless it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he say, stand in the might of the Almighty God. Stand on his word. Put on God's whole armor. Powerful song that was birthed yesterday in prayer. 
we're going to finish that. I don't remember it. All right, when you find it, pull it up. Yeah, that's the second part, that first part. That you like that little note I hit, that little note. That's, there's just something on that key that I hit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, you wasn't at prayer yesterday, so you don't know, huh? Okay. Elder Brendan, come on, brother. Come on up here. You remember? All right. Don't, don't, don't push yet. Put on God's whole armor. The armor of a heavy. Now, you, you, you can play that one back there. Or this one right here. Which one you want? This one. All right, he gonna kick you up. You gotta go play the little one in the back. <laughs> Love that chair, man. And we gonna finish that song. And I don't know what kind of song it is, but I believe it's like a militant, like it's, like that's why I think the note God gave me, it had the, the kingdom, the kingdom. You, you know what I'm saying? What is it? Was that like a, like a Z, Z flat? What's that? The Z flat? All right. <laughs> Look, put on God's whole supplies. Ain't this so good? God supplies it. That you may be able to able successfully to stand up against all strategies and the deceits of the devil. Put on the armor that allows you to stand up against everything that the devil will throw at you. What he's telling you, there is a life you can live where nothing the enemy throws at you can prosper. It's that new, new, that new, new, verse 12. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers, master spirits that know how to cause division and dissension, that know how to cause war, that know how to create systemic oppression, that knows how to create three blocks of poverty and drug addicts and one block over wealth. If you want to see it, go down the street and take a walk and you'll see powers in dark places ruling we're going to move you out of the tent park, and then we're going to move you over here. So you're not trying to get to the problem. You're just trying to control a piece of real estate. Master, spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness. That's why you over here tripping on Trudeau, tripping on Trump, tripping on all these people in high places. What we need is prayer. What we need is prayer. What we need is unity. What we need is miracle signs and wonders. The world rulers are doing what they're supposed to do to rule the world. And we out there bum rushing stuff. Yeah, there will be change. But in the long term, big picture, the greatest change is someone, soul be one, snatched out of darkness into the light. 
need as many soul winners as there are protesters. Against the spirit forces of weakness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all the crisis demands after you've done everything to stand firmly in your place stand in place you can't stand in your place without having something stable the word of God immovable impenetrable something that you could stand on Peter said I ain't getting out there on them waves without what something to stand on verse 14 stand therefore and you could go on and then we'll get down and it says the sword of the spirit if you want the spirit of God to fight for you within you 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 yeah he can move mountains he can make ways where there was no way he can make crooked paths straight but if you don't have the word in you for him to fight in you then you ain't gonna walk down the straight path he made straight for you anyway the sword of the spirit the word is for you and the spirit to cultivate his fruit inside of you send me though so you don't 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 get fooled because I closed my iPad it's all up in here for though we walk live in the flesh we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons might be in this flesh but you can't have no ooh uh uh that ain't handling principalities cussing people out and making them you want somebody to really feel you hurt vengeance is the Lord's you're in this you're experiencing real pain that was caused by someone else you got fired from your job. That's a real thing. You're in this flesh. You're walking in this life, but that's not how you fight. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of the flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow. For the overthrow. Our weapons is for the overthrow, not the coping throw. just going to heaven asking God to help you cope he didn't die on the cross for you to cope he died on the cross for you to overthrow overthrow 
and the destruction of strongholds. He, he didn't cause you to adjust the grip on your neck. All right, I can last another 10 years with this. Cool, right here. Let me just put a, ooh, this stronghold is starting to hurt. Let me just put a little, little towel in there. Get a little cushion. Get a little cushion. comfortable being a freak. You're comfortable being violent. You're comfortable being raging. You're comfortable. Long as you can hide it, you're comfortable. Long as don't nobody catch me sexing around, you're comfortable. Don't nobody, long as nobody catch me watching porn, you're comfortable. You, long as nobody catch me stealing, you're comfortable. And all you did was adjust the grip. When he said, I've broken the grip off of your life. much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Those conversations you have in your head that cause you to question the master. You're not questioning like Mary did. Mary actually really wanted to fulfill what God was saying. She's like, God, this just don't make sense. I don't know how it's going to happen. If you tell me what to do, I'll do it said whatever what did she say that's you let it be done unto me according to your word if you said it can happen I surrender even if it brings tension between me and my husband he he gonna think I slept with somebody but you will show him that it's all you and what did he do he told him And then what did she have to do? She didn't just sit there, oh, well, God, you told me to give birth to this seed, so you're going to protect them. No. He was born. And she guarded the seed. She took him. And she followed the word, the same word that got her pregnant. The same word that caught, brought her to deliverance is the same word she depended on to keep what was birthed. You, you can't just start off with the promise, and when it's birth, don't keep on with the word. The same God that got you to church is the same God that's going to lead you back to him. He said, every proud and lofty thing, that pride in your head got you second-guessing God. Got you wondering if this is really for real. That's a proud, lofty thing. It's an argument in your head. It's the thing that got you conflicted, going back and forth. And you can never step forward. Because you're here, you're just constantly stepping sideways, so you can't step forward. And even when you do go forward, you're still walking like this. You're still, you're still sideways. 
and you found rhythm in your confusion. Rhythm in your double-mindedness. Hey, I could do this. I ain't got to submit. Because what pride make you think is you are intellectually seeking God. It's like, I'm really seeking God. No, you're not. Because if you're seeking God, his word says it. It's right there. <laughs> the issue is, do you trust God's word? If he said he'll do it, he'll do it. And then this is what it tells you. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the word. Next. You, you take this argument and you take it to the word and you let the word settle it. It's like in our marriage, it's like at the end of the day, we get, we get on our nerves sometimes, you get on our nerves and you just be like, well, what did God say? Marrying a mighty man or a mighty woman of God is the greatest thing you could ever do, but it's going to get on your nerves sometime, especially if they believe God. <laughs> Elder John looked down. <laughs> because what it should look like is no matter if we get angry, be angry at each other. But the sin is not ending it with what the words say. I don't care what you got going on up in your head. You are paralyzed because you're not trusting the word. God said his word will never, ever return void. Do you believe it? And it's not, you don't give God a time frame. All right, God, well, if you don't answer me in two weeks, then I'm going to do it. And I love God because he's like, okay. I'm not in no rush. You already accepted me, so I'll see you at the end of the road. If you want to do you and get to heaven, go right ahead. I've prepared a place for you. But if you want heaven on earth, you're going to have to depend on me. But if heaven is your only goal, if your eternal destination is your only goal, then do you. Don't miss out. There's great parties out there. There's great drugs you can try. Go on, just live it up. But this is where the confusion comes. It's because that eternity that I've accepted, it's gripping me. And now I'm confused because I'm like, my old man wants this. But I know there's more over here. And the Holy Spirit won't let you rest. Because he loves you. No, you don't need to go get no drugs. You don't need to go get no drink. The point here is rest. His word is true. We're going to talk about the word for the next couple of weeks. I thought we was going to get one night, but the word ain't something you could just do in one night. The word is powerful. And the word is violent.
extension, no tail end effie. You know how you be throwing that little twang on there at the end. You, the effie is just put the little woo. <laughs> I don't know, I think what was going on in my spirit is I just seeing a sea of a sea of believers standing, trusting God. And this is our posture in the spirit, right? Because when you think war, you think, But in your spirit, you ain't even doing this. You just like this. What's the armies? What's what's uh, overseas? I forget it. Huh? They, they, so they just stand there. You you go up there and blow in their face, and they just gonna look like this. Huh? just this stance that God is calling us to. I shall not be Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.